We gather in the name of God. This is the same God that provides forgiveness, mercy, and deep joy. The same God who gathers us together in the midst of the terrors of the world and calls out to reach out to serve the needs of our neighbors. This is worship in the name of God, our Savior and Redeemer. Amen. God's people gather to worship and pray. To you, O Lord, we come, aware that our sin is ever before us. In the company of sinners, we come, in need of your forgiveness and grace. Into the company of your mercy, we come, longing for your word of peace. Lord of laughter and tears, Lord who comes alongside us, alongside the nameless terrors we know too well, Lord of inescapable truth and light and hope, forgive us freely and create in us a clean heart, all the way down to the inescapable bottom, to the space where we no longer flinched, embraced by God's grace, love, and hope. Amen. Please be seated as we listen to the scripture. A reading from Jeremiah 29, the word of the Lord to the exiles. This is what the Lord says. When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my good promise to bring you back to this place. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Here ends the reading. Hello, my name is Libby Denton, and I am a senior getting ready to graduate in something like 17 days. So exciting. <laughs> Over my many, many years of life experience, I have found that I get more from people talking when I know a bit about them. So here's my backstory for you all. I was a terrible child. I caused problems all the time and basically gave my parents grief any time they asked me to do anything. But I was the kid who did it with a smile on my face, so outsiders thought I was this precious angel. When it came time to choose a college, CLU was last on my list. I was raised by Lutheran parents, and I went to a Lutheran church once a week, if not more. I wanted to experience something new. I applied to big schools all over California, but CLU gave me a free application, and I thought, why not? When I got in, I RSCP'd to the admitted student's day for fun and really thought nothing of it. When I finally visited the school, I stubbornly thought, Okay, this place is pretty cool, I guess. My mom liked that I had a scholarship and that everyone was friendly and said, okay, let's put a down payment in. I was like, what, okay, what? In that moment, I would have never expected to be where I am now. 
I lead Wednesday night worship, AKA Common Ground. I coordinate the small group network called 3G. I've been on council all four years, and I am about to spend a year of service in the UK with the ELCA program, Young Adults in Global Mission, or YAGM, as the kids call it. When I say it out loud, I almost still can't believe it. When I got to CLU, I had grand plans of what college would look like, and those plans did not include church. Thankfully, my roommate brought me to Common Ground with her our freshman year, and I got to meet the amazing people of the Lord of Life student congregation. In this building, I met my best friends and who even as they've gone off into the world, literally to like Madagascar, South Africa, all over the country, we still keep in contact. The theme in chapel this year has been every good gift. So I've been asking myself, what gift has God given me? My first instinct says my leadership skills or my family or even my friends. And while I know God did bless me with those, he also blessed me with this school. As a high schooler, I didn't realize CLU was what I needed. I would have never told you that I wanted to do a year of service when I graduate. I didn't even know, I didn't know of the grand plans God had in store for me. In the verse that was just read, God says, for I know the plans I have for you. I want you to enjoy success. I do not plan to harm you. I will give you hope for the years to come. This verse is what I call a fan favorite. It's used all the time by people talking about their futures. And you know when you're looking for something and the answer is right there in front of your face, but you're looking past it? That's kind of how this verse was for me. I was looking into my future and was straining to see it because I was looking past what or who was with me with some blueprints. God was there saying, don't worry, you're going to do this and this and this. But I was running around like a chicken screaming, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. We get so caught up in our plans for ourselves, we forget God has us covered. You know the saying, if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans? God must have been keeled over laughing when I was in high school planning out my life. Now this verse is what I use for myself and what I give to the high schoolers I work with at a church over in Park. When they can't see past their day or when they're straining to see what's coming next, I whip out the old B-I-B-L-E and show them this verse. As I was looking more deeply at this verse for today, I noticed something a couple verses back. God is telling his people to go to Babylon. God says, build houses and make your homes there. He tells them to create a life and then says, also work for the success of the city I have sent you to. Ooh, that got real for me. Like I said, I'm going off to the UK for a year of service starting in August. And right now I can truly say I am so excited for this call. But even just two weeks ago, I wasn't feeling so great about it. As I was applying for Yagam, I marked every country on the list except for the ones that I would have to know language before I left. I really wanted to be called by God to wherever I was needed and where my skills could be best used. In the back of my mind, though, I was imagining myself in a remote village in Rwanda or Cambodia or even somewhere like Jerusalem. I had my plan, but God had another. A couple of weeks ago, I was in Chicago for a weekend called Discernment Interview Placement, DIP, which was the weekend where all the Yagams for next year came together and spent a weekend doing those three things, discerning, interviewing, and finally getting placed. I could talk about that weekend for hours, but I'll just break it down to this. I kept having this image in my mind. I felt like I was standing on the edge of a cliff with my arms spread open. I can feel the breeze, and I'm looking forward, not down. I'm waiting for God to push me off but on the other, his other hand is waiting to catch me. When I was first asked to interview for the UK, my heart sank a little. 
I wasn't only just a little disappointed, which is ridiculous because I wanted to be called where I was needed and my skills will be used to their fullest in the UK. And now I was complaining that I got what I wanted? Okay. But I was also worried about what others would think. The UK seemed so easy and I wanted people to be impressed with what I was doing. I expected a lot of, oh, you're going to the UK, poor thing. I'm so mad at myself for thinking this way because that's not what it's about. Why am I so focused on what others are thinking? I know why I'm going, and I know God is sending me. He says, work for the success of the city I have sent you to. This is so applicable. I'm literally being sent to a city on another continent by God, and I'm going to serve them. Yagam is such a special mission program. If you can imagine three spheres, one labeled God, one labeled me, and one labeled you, a lot of the times um, when there's mission workers, they go into the world with a line that divides God and me from you. They go in to save people or to fix the group. That's not our job, though. That's what Jesus is for. Yagam encourages to combine the spheres. It exists for us to go and live in a community and accompany the people there. I'm not going to fix anyone or anything. I'm going to learn about a different culture, live with them, help them, and bring their stories home with me to share with the people back here. I know this is a pr pro program constructed by God, and I know God is calling me to the UK. I can feel it. You know that feeling that you get right as you reach the top of a roller coaster? You're click, 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 clicking to the top, and right as you reach it, you get this nod of excitement? That's how I felt for the past six months or so about Yagam, since I decided to apply. I've never felt more sure or more called to anything in my life. Now when people ask me what I'm going to do after I graduate, I proudly say I'm doing Yagam, which mostly comes with replies of, what, huh, what's that? But when they ask me what I want to do with my life, I proudly say, I have no idea. I'm going to see where this year takes me. I'm going to let God work in me and lead me towards what's next. I know God calls us to work for the success of our cities and that he has plans for us. For those of you looking towards what's next or even what now, take comfort in the fact that God knows and God is not going to push you off that cliff without catching you right after. Please pray, please pray with me. God, you have called us out into your world to serve our cities. Give us the comfort of knowing you want us to succeed and are there to catch us. Bring us peace knowing you are with us. Thank you for giving us gifts such as this school and the people in it. Thank you for having a plan. In your name we pray. Amen. Closing prayer. Help me, God, to be more conscious to your presence. Teach me to recognize your presence in others. Fill my heart with gratitude for the times your love has been shown to me through the care of others. And remind me to care for others. Today, we are called by God for a purpose, to be mindful of our brothers and sisters who are in need of our help. The thousands of people suffering in Nepal who are in need of medical and food supplies. There are many organizations who provide help and supplies. Choose one and be God's partner in this sacred mission. You can also join us at the flagpole from 12 to 2 for a root beer float fundraiser for Nepal.
All are welcome. And please come and let your friends come. Go with the presence and peace of God who called you on purpose for a purpose. Amen. <laughs>